How you doing? Can you give us some volume so y'all can hear me? Hey, everybody. It's Monday night. Let's talk with Carolyn. Wants to do a radio. I just got to get to send y'all. Y'all know me. Monday night house music. With whatever else is going on. Did y'all read the topics? I got a lot to cover. Hey. Come on in. Hey, this is titled Where Love Lives. Got a nice show for y'all tonight. A lot of topics to cover. All right, enough of that. Welcome, everybody, to the Let's Talk with Carolyn radio show. And I am on Sedua Radio. So I know y'all saw my topics. And um, I'm going to get into it. promise I won't hold nobody too long. So I can't see, you know what? Let me see this. I can't really see. Somebody's here. Thank you for the heart, love. Thank you for the thumbs up. I appreciate it. So I'm going to go over the topics that we are going to cover tonight. So... I know y'all saw the post that said, expect the seed of the pandemic. You also saw the 25th Amendment, which I will go into. That involves our current president. Types of transformations. I'm going to give you types of transformations, but I'm going to focus on one in particular. And then um, what else did I have? other stuff oh what are your goals for 2021 world teachers day today and october 1st through october 31st is breast cancer awareness month a lot of things going on in the month of october so let's talk about the expectancy of the pandemic so i did some research on the last pandemic the last pandemic was the Spanish flu, 1918, okay? And what I was looking for was how long did that pandemic last along with some other stuff? So in 1918, the first pandemic, Spanish flu, it lasted a little over a year and it wiped out half of the population of the United States. I didn't look for like the entire world. I just looked at the United States. And according to what I saw, what I read, it wiped out half of the population of the United States. We are over 200,000 people that have crossed over from the coronavirus. Those are large numbers, y'all. And they're preparing, fast forward, current day, current day now. They're preparing for a second wave. Now, some of you may not understand what that second wave is. Let me tell you, we already had the flu Flu season every year. Every year, a lot of people die from the flu. But this pandemic, we're also dealing with the flu 
and the coronavirus. Second wave. They're expecting for the numbers to go up. The numbers are already going up. Already. Why? People, hi Sador, thank you. People are still not doing what they're supposed to do. Wear the mask, hand sanitizer, stay six feet, and don't be around the crowds. That's how you minimize it until they get to a successful vaccine. Until they get to a successful vaccine. In the meantime, we have to do what's required to stay alive because that's what it comes down to. We have to do what's required to stay alive and to keep our family members alive. Hi, Candy. How you doing? Thanks for tuning in. The other thing I talked about was the 25th Amendment of the pandemic. Now, we all heard the news that I'm going to be nice. Mr. President Donald Trump came up positive for the coronavirus. This is the very same man who downplayed it, tried to hide it, and he said he tried to hide it because he didn't want to stir nothing up, did not wear masks because he said it made him look weak. And what did I see today when well, a picture of what I saw today when he got released from Walter Reed Hospital, which is an army hospital, he had on a mask. So I guess this disease that we're all fighting to stay alive with, now his ass is a believer because he came up positive for COVID. But you know what? Me and my little wicked thinking, I was like, you know what? What if this, and just, you know what? Fill me out with this. Just go with me with this for a minute. What if, because of what's in the Constitution, he did this so that he could stay in the White House? Because he already said he's not leaving. Even if he's elected out of the White House, he said he wasn't leaving. So if he said that he wasn't leaving, what if this was one of his strategic moments, strategic ideas to stay in the White House and use the 25th Amendment of the Constitution in his favor. Because this is what happened. If he's sick, he can write a note, and y'all can look this up, he can write a note to the vice, you know what? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do y'all one better. This is what I'm gonna do for y'all. This is what I'm going to do for y'all. Hold on. Because I want to get it right and make sure I got it right. Um, hold on. Because this is this is deep, y'all. Twenty-fifth Amendment, our Constitution. So, just go with me. Just go with me. It says the Constitutional Amendment ensures a smooth transition of power if the president gets very sick from the coronavirus. Okay. He tested positive for COVID. 19. I want to get to the part. You know what? Skip the history. What happens if the president is incapacitated before he's able to pass the torch to the VP? VP Pence, okay? The 25th Amendment also addresses when the president is unable or unwillingly, in this case, unwillingly because he already said it to temporary transfer power to the vice president spelled out in section four of the 25th amendment of our constitution here's how that scenario plays out instead of the president transmitting his declaration of the pro 
of the declaration that he's unable to continue his duties, the vice president and the majority of the president's cabinet notify the speaker of the house. Speaker of the house is Nancy Pelosi and president pro tempore of the Senate. As in section three, this is so important y'all because this is why it's important for us to vote. Vote using your common sense. Vote using who you want in, in the house of the people. The White House don't belong to no president. I hope y'all know that. The White House is the president of the people. Section three, the VP immediately takes over on receipt of the declaration. That's a note. That means President Trump writes a note saying that he cannot fulfill the powers as president, okay? When the president has recovered and is able to fulfill his duty, he notifies the Speaker of the House and the President pro tempore, Pence, VP, if the Vice President and Cabinet don't disagree with this declaration within four days, the power of the presidency returns to the president. Another scenario, what happens if the president doesn't want to cede power or the vice president and the cabinet don't agree he should get his power back? What if the cabinet say, you know what? You're not getting your power back. This is what happens. If the president disagrees with the assessment of the vice president and the cabinet members, the question of who should be in power goes to Congress with the vice president in charge during the interim. Congress must agree in a two-thirds majority vote to temporarily hand over presidential powers to the vice president. If it's unable to get two-thirds vote within 21 days, Trump automatically retakes power. One thing to keep in mind is that even if the president were to lose the congressional vote, he wouldn't be removed from the office. So if he disagrees with the assessment of the vice president, his cabinet, and two-thirds of Congress, he can repeat the process to regain the power. I hope y'all understand because my little wicked thinking, he used this tact, he used this tactic so he doesn't have to leave the White House even if he gets elected out. He'll use the illness or whatever he can that's in the 25th Amendment of the Constitution to stay in the White House. That's just my thought, y'all. I'm thinking outside. Has the 25th Amendment ever been invoked? Section three has been used three times by President Ronald Reagan. Um, George Bush did it twice. And each time it was because the president was receiving general anesthesia surgery. surgery. Interestingly, it wasn't invoked when Reagan was shot in 1981. What happens if the VP gets sick? Hmm, good thought. Does it go to the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi? And you know what? I was watching the news and one of the news reporters asked Nancy Pelosi about that. You know what? It's going to come up again. They asked her that question and it's going to come up again. Anyway, things could get messier if both Trump and Pence were to become seriously ill and at the same time, the 25th Amendment only spells out how presidential powers are transferred if the president is unable to fulfill his duties and there's a vice president who can take over. To be clear, there's no indication, okay, skip that part. But if he were to get sick while Trump is incapacitated, the presidential secession 
Act of 1947 would be used to determine who's next in line to be president. Under this statute, that would be the House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi. But there's no clear process for such a transfer of power. So if Trump, Trump has several ways of regaining his power as president. If Trump and Pence is sick at the same time, who's next in line? Speaker of the House, Miss Nancy Pelosi. What if Pelosi and Pence disagree about whether Trump is capable of fulfilling the duties of presidency. There is no plan outlined in the Constitution for that particular scenario. So this is where things could get very messy from a legal standpoint, with two people claiming a right to execute presidential powers. Y'all be prepared. Be prepared. We are in for a long haul. We're in for a long haul. It is so important to get out there and vote. Mail and vote, go to the booth vote. For um, people who cannot get out and vote, make sure that they get the mail and vote or someone can escort them to the voting polls. And just remember, you're not just voting for the next four years. You're voting for the freaking future. Hmm. So that's it. I'm off my soapbox with that. I just, I had to get that out to you because a lot of people don't know which way to go. Um, they have no clue. But hopefully you're paying attention to these candidates. You already know what he's capable of doing because he's in-house now. Do you want another four years of his crap? Do you want another four years of his crap? And we already know he don't give two issues about Americans. He made it very, very, very clear. Next, types of transformations. That's next on my list. I said I, I'm, I'm going to go through this. I'm not going to hold anybody long, but I'm going to give y'all some information. So third on the list is types of transformations. Transformations means, you know, going beyond where you are at now going further than where you are at now. Um, how do you want to live your life? Are you satisfied with what you are? Did you have dreams and goals that you never accomplished? Or you felt as though, oh, you know what? I can't do that. What is it that you really want out of life? Is it going to require you to have some transformations. So you have financial transformation, you have personal transformation, you have weight transformation, you have life transformations, you have self-esteem transformations, you have vision transformation, you have mental transformation, you have emotional transformations. All of those plays a part. It's all about co-creating a better life from where you are at now. Transformation. So I want to focus on, I gave you the different types, but I'm only going to focus on one. And that would be life transformations. Life transformations can start with positive thoughts, visualization of whatever your dreams or goals are of success. Words you use. 
are you using positive words or are you using negative words? Is the words that are coming out of your mouth negative? Or are the words that are coming out of your mouth positive that's going to benefit and help somebody else? Some people have that selfish mentality. And little do you know that if that fits you, your selfish mentality is going to keep you stuck and hold you back until you go through the transformation of I can help somebody else and I will be helped. Hmm. There's a certain category of people that understand that. There's a certain category of people that get that. Faith. How is your faith in yourself? How is your belief system in yourself? I'm not talking religion, y'all. I'm not talking about religion at all. I'm talking about belief in yourself, faith in yourself, mindset in yourself. Are you a person that's tired, sick and tired, or sick and tired of being sick and tired of where you are at now? If you are, you're the one that has the power to change it. If you don't know how to change it, then you need to seek the professionals, the coaches, the guiders that can help you transform from where you are to where you want to be. And there's different type of coaches for every area of our life that help you get there. Actions. All right, you got your thoughts. You got your visualization. You have your words. Now it's time to execute. If you do nothing with this and you don't execute it, where are you going? Where are you going? You want to stay stuck or you want to move on? Combination. You can do a, you can do all of them. Shit, why not? I cursed, I'm sorry. But hey, you can do all of these. Positive thoughts, visualization of success of where you would like to go and where you want to be, what your lifestyle want to be, how many vacations you want to take, how much money you want to make, hmm. what kind of house you want to live in, what you going to do to get it. Unless you are satisfied with where you are. I'm gonna share this with you. I was watching, and I have his books. I have, I can't say all of his books because it's been some years, but I do, I'm a reader, y'all. I don't watch TV much, but I do read a lot. Unless somebody turned me on to a movie or whatever. But anyway, Robert Kiyosaki, everybody knows this man as Rich Dad Poor Dad, but he wrote a whole lot of other books after that. And I have, just about all of his books. So I was watching this video um, interview that he did. He was explaining interview, interview the difference between his poor dad and his rich dad. His poor dad was a government employee. Okay? Government employee, and I believe it's his, his um, poor dad had a PhD. He was in education. His rich dad was an entrepreneur. So when he was a kid, he went to his poor dad. His poor dad is his real dad. Let me say that. The poor dad is the real dad. The rich dad is, a, is one of his childhood friends' dad. That's the best way I can put it. So he said, he asked his poor dad, which is his dad, how do you make money? And his dad told him, go to school, get good grades, get a job. And he was stuck on, how do I make money? 
and that went on and on for a minute and then his poor dad which is his his dad told him go ask your friend dad who is an entrepreneur he could tell you about money i'm gonna tell you about how to get a job but he could tell you about how to get money so he goes over to his friend's dad and said how do i make money and he thought he was joking told him to get out and once he saw that robert killed robert was persistent he said, okay, I'm gonna teach you the game of Monopoly. Now, get this, y'all. We all know that, no, we all know the game of Monopoly. I'm gonna say that. I don't know no kid or no adult that has not played that Monopoly game. There's a meaning, I just found this freaking out. There's a meaning behind Monopoly. Everybody knows Monopoly is about real estate. You got hotels, you got houses. So his rich dad made him play that game and he couldn't understand why his rich dad just kept playing Monopoly, playing Monopoly, playing Monopoly, playing Monopoly, playing Monopoly. Until so he finally told him, I'm teaching you how to make money, which is something they don't teach you in school. Because that's how that conversation started with this interview. The, the conversation was about, how come the schools do not teach people how to make money? He asked his rich dad that, and his rich dad replied, because they want you to stay poor. That's why they don't teach it in school. That's what his rich dad told him. And he asked his rich dad, how come they don't teach how to make money in school? Hmm. His rich dad replied, listen, listen to what I'm telling y'all. His rich dad replied, because they want those people to stay poor. And this is how come they will not teach about money in school. Now, <clears throat> I say that all to say, I have a friend who is teaching about money all the time. I see his post. He's teaching people how to make money work for them. And that reminds me of a conversation I had today with one of my colleagues. I was in a conversation with one of my colleagues and she said to me, Carolyn, you're always talking about money. Everything you do is about money. And this is what she said to me. And I was like, no, everything I do is not about money, but money do have its privileges. And to me, money is right up there with oxygen. What can you do without money? Can you go on a vacation without money? Like literally. Can you buy a house without money? Literally. Can you rent an apartment without money? Can you buy groceries without money? Can you buy salt, toothpaste, essentials without money? Everything costs. Everything involves money. For employees, and I've been on both sides of the fence, y'all, you work for money. You put your trading time for money. You work 20 hours, 40 hours, 60 hours, 120 hours, 80 hours, I don't care. You're trading time for money because when you're working that week or every two weeks, what you get? You get the money that you earned, which is a paycheck, and you're paying taxes on money that you earned, but it still comes down to money. Entrepreneurship, what does that come down to? Money. How do you run a business without money? Products and services, goods, supply and demand, all that is money. 
So when somebody say to me, Carolyn, just about everything you do is about money. Well, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah, it's going to be about money. As a teacher, teaching at a college, I put in, I trade in my time for money. I go to work. I'm teaching. At the end of two weeks, I'm collecting a check. Still about money. I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is, y'all. It is. Like, what can you do, anybody? What can you do if you have no money? And we already know what that's like when the country shut down, when the world shut down. The economy literally stopped moving. No goods for a while was being moved. No money, no monetary transactions was taking place. Nowhere. Why pandemic? What did our president want to do? Rush people back to work. Why? So the economy could keep moving. So money transactions can work 24 hours a day all around the world. Money. So some people get it and some people don't. The world evolves around transactions 24 hours a day, money, trades of all types, of all kinds. Conversations I enjoy. So I want to talk about next is um, the greatest thing you can do is to share your gifts. Help somebody else. And some people may be like, Carol, no, I'm not helping nobody. That is a selfish mentality. Especially if you want to improve, you want to get ahead, you want to acquire something, you want to change from where you are at now to where you would like to be. Let me give an example. I was talking to another colleague and I told her about, I told her, we had a conversation and the conversation went into, I, you know, you can share, you can teach what it is that you do and help somebody else create a business. Share what you do to help someone else create a business that is sustainable in economic turmoil. And there's something that she does that is sustainable in an economic turmoil. We already know if it's if the economy is, is going good, hey, take off like a rocket. But when there's economic turmoil and things cease, there's certain industries, certain businesses that is sustainable in that turmoil, in a recession, in a pandemic. This colleague does something. And I say, listen, why don't you just, you know, teach somebody how to do that? So they don't have to rely on a stimulus check. They don't have to rely on government checks they don't have to rely on welfare they don't have to do none of that this colleague was like um no i'm not doing it carol and i'm like well why not because it cuts into my profit but you know what she's not the only one that feel like that everybody has a gift 
everybody has something innately. Everybody has a birthright to get what you were born to get. I didn't make this up. It's in the Bible. Look it up. It's in there. So I say, listen, you say it's cutting into your profit. If I show you how it's not cutting into your profit, will you consider doing what I asked you to do? She said, I'll consider it. I said, okay. I said, listen, if you teach somebody else how to do what you do and they paying you to do it, is you losing money? They're paying you to do it. You're getting paid to do it. Is you losing money? Then I gave an example. I gave her a bigger example. You're being paid $300 per person that you show how to do what you do. Are you mad? Did you gain? Did it take away from your profit? No. Why? Because you are not thinking outside the box. Whereas I think outside the box. Don't just think locally. Think outside your city state. You know how many people is looking for something that's going to help them with their families? Help pay their bills? Beat their bills to the freaking door before the bills even get there? Pay their child's tuition? Buy food. Essentials. Pay their rent. Pay their mortgage. You never know who you helping unless you're willing to share. Then she was like, I never thought about it like that. Hmm. Okay. All right. Moving right along. And so you know what? Just so I stay on track, it's 21-24 already. I got to hurry up. Like, let me show you something. I had so much stuff that I had wrote down for y'all. Look, my book is ready. So I'm going to wrap this up real quick because I didn't know it was, wow, <laughs> it's 21-24 already. In case y'all don't know what 21-24 is, that's 9-24. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck military time. So how you want to do this, um, everybody has the ability to inspire somebody else to help them with their successes in life. There's no point in being selfish, stingy. Help somebody else succeed. When you help other people with their successes, guess what? You succeed too. It's called teamwork. Together, everyone achieves more. There's no I in team. Together, everyone achieves more. T-E-A-M. team so how you do it positive thoughts which i already talked about images visually mental images of success i already talked about actions you take i already talked about better results for you in your personal and professional life when you do that i don't I'm trying to reach my books and I don't have them. I don't have them within reach because I wanted to show y'all some books that I, I, I do read because I am a reader. When you read self-improvement books, when you read personal development books, your thought process will start to change. You will start to think, wow, I, I, I want this and I never went after it. But reading this lets me know I can acquire it. Listen, people. Somebody, if you catch this on a replay or you're watching it now, hi, hi, hey, badass, how you doing? I didn't see y'all before. 
Hi, Antoinette. Hi, Erica. How you doing, Erica? Um, you have the ability to help somebody else with their successes. And when you do that, you succeed too. That's the way it goes. So when you inspire others who want to experience better results in their lives, you win. Number two, commit to continue self-improvement and personal development. That's a learning process. If you dedicate to continuous self-improvement with personal development, you will keep an open mind in an open state of constant expansion. Why? Because you grow. When you take these steps, you grow. When you do that, you inspire others to follow in your footsteps. Why? Because people are going to watch you. They're going to see what you're doing. And they're going to like, hey, if she did it, maybe she can help me. And if you help them and you help them with their successes, guess what? You succeed and become successful along with it, professionally and personally. All about personal development, y'all. I wish my books was in reach because I would show y'all the books that I'm reading. If you get the chance, pick up the One Minute Manager, start off there. And I'm going to leave y'all with that one. I'm going to try to give y'all one every week, maybe every month. I'll stick to, depending on how, how thick the book is, but the woman, the manager, that book is like, maybe that thick. But if you get the chance, pick up the book, order it off of Amazon, the one minute manager. Has some positive stuff in there, y'all. Positive stuff. Number three, view challenges as opportunities. View challenges as opportunities. If you feel as though something is a challenge for you or is difficult for you, go after it. Go after it. Use it as an opportunity. Use it to your advantage. Who knows where it will take you? You don't know unless you try, but you got to try. When you do that, when you use challenges as opportunities, it's a road to success because you're going to have obstacles and you're going to have challenges. So overcoming the obstacles is a process that you become the kind of person that you want to become. We learn from our mistakes. We learn from our mistakes. Well, we're supposed to learn from our mistakes. Some people do, some people don't. I don't know. Two ways you can do this. Number three, challenges, obst obstacles. There's two ways you can do this. Cultivate perseverance and welcome your challenges of opportunities. That is going to have the effect of growth and expansion because you're in the learning stage. When you do that, it motivates others to have the confidence in themselves of perseverance to overcome their obstacles and use challenges as opportunities when you follow that path. Now, the other way which I hope y'all don't pick, is people have excuses for everything and they give up. When they give up and they make excuses for everything, they stay stuck. Don't do that. Don't take that pathway. Don't. You don't want to stay stuck. You don't want to be in the if I shoulda, woulda, coulda, but I didn't, empire. I call it an empire because it's a whole lot of people in the if I woulda, shoulda, coulda club. A lot of people. And I have heard 
people that's my age. And if y'all don't know, okay, I got you. Okay. If y'all see me looking that way, that's because I was responding to the, um, okay, I got you. Responded to Mr. Sadur, CEO of Sadur Radio. So you've been watching the Let's Talk with Carolyn radio show on Sador Radio. You can download us on your Android or your iPhone. Go to your app store and type in Sador Radio and download it to the phone. And you'll catch me every Monday, 8 to 10 p.m. But you'll also, not just me, it's like 22 radio hosts that you have an option to listen to and tune into seven days a week, 24 hours a day. The station that plays more than music. Next is this. I want to offer y'all this. If you're interested in getting the six steps of transformations, I need you to send an email to KQ empowerment community at gmail.com and I'll send it to you free. I got two gifts for y'all tonight. Two gifts. So I'm moving on. What's how much time I got? All right, I'm moving on. Number four, be generous with your wisdom. We already covered be generous with your wisdom. And I want y'all to do this. Just follow me for a minute. Here go my wicked thinking again. What if everybody you know that is close to you gave up complaining about anything or about everything and they took full control of their responsibility for their actions and created the life of their dreams what if just what if everybody what if or if your partner with partners or you're in a business or you, you have associates, you have a team, what if these individuals practice the principles of success? What if? What if all these people approach life that way, what would happen and what would it look like? Anybody know? Think about it. Just my thinking. That's me. What if they all had a clear vision of what they wanted, how they was going to get there, and they had the resources, that's key, they had the resources to make their vision a reality? What if they had the resources to make their vision their reality? And you had the ability to help them get there. What would that look like? Just some thoughts, planting some seeds, just the messenger. I'm going to tell you this, as a student of success, sharing your talent, sharing your wisdom, sharing your knowledge, sharing your skill, you can offer people hope. Y'all know what hope means? I'm going to share what hope means. I learned this not from one of my coaches, but from a different coach. And he expressed it. I couldn't express it better than that um, because mine is help one person at a time. That's what I've always said, help one person at a time. His is help one person every day, hope. You can, you can help one person every day. There's nothing wrong with that. You sharing your wisdom, your talent, your knowledge, your skill, but at the same time, 
you helping other people achieve their success through you. That says volume. It says volume. I hope y'all getting what I'm putting down. I don't know if y'all is or not, but I hope you are. Number five, go after your dreams. Go after your dreams. Who said that you had to stop dreaming? Who said that you can't have no visions? Who said that your dreams and your visions cannot become a reality? Who told you that when you accomplish one goal to stop and not accomplish anymore, not write no more goals down? Who told y'all that? It's biblically known that it's your birthright to accomplish anything you set your mind to. And I'm not a religious person. I'm spiritual, but not religious. But I have enough common sense enough to know what's in that holy book. Hmm. Inspire others to do the same. We all have the power to do the following. Live the life we want to live. Live the life we dream about. Create the life we were born to live. Why? Why? Because we deserve to fulfill our potential and manifest our destiny. That's why. That's why. People, hold on y'all. Some people will get this and some people won't. Now, let's talk about the people who won't get it. They're gonna stay stuck and they're gonna remain where they are. And I'm gonna tell you why they're gonna remain where they are. Because they take a look at what's going on in the world. The world has inhabitants in it that is cruel and have indifferences. Hmm, that's true. Some people lack the ability to set themselves free. Think about it. Some people lack the ability to set themselves free and get out of the box that they are in. And they have the ability to get out, but they lack it because it starts here. It starts here. Change starts here. Here, here. But it's here first. How bad do you want it? Can you taste what you want? How much determination do you have? How consistent can you be? How persistent can you be? Can you withstand the time of perseverance? Create a better life for themselves so they can get out of this box and not be stuck. If you can show them where they are as far as going out and helping themselves and guiding themselves, you become the expert. Why? You help them. It's all about helping people. Don't be so stuck on yourself that you don't want to help nobody or you feel as though if I help them, they're going to get ahead of me. No, wrong mentality, wrong. Stop thinking if you help somebody, they're going to get ahead of you. Nobody, and I'm going to repeat this, nobody, and some people may disagree with me with this, 
but nobody is ahead of anybody. I'm gonna repeat, nobody is ahead of anybody. What it means is they did it earlier. They did it before you. That's it. Or they had more potential than somebody else. That's it. I'm just saying. You know, if it if it appears that this, you know, I'm passionate about this, that's because I am. I'm very passionate about everything I do, but other people are passionate about everything they do, but you got to be willing to share that. Why keep it to yourself? Who is it benefiting if you keep it to yourself? Share it. I'm not saying, oh, go out there and give it away. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is put yourself in a position to where you can help people and it's going to help them and it's going to benefit them and their families. In a economic downpour with a sustainable business, sustainable something that's going to survive where they don't have to rely on the government. And even when this freaking pandemic is over, you have people, let me tell y'all something. You have people who is on public assistance, right? You have people that's on public assistance. Now, those individuals that's on public assistance, do you think that just maybe, just maybe you can help these, me and this hair, y'all, that you can just help these individuals? so that they can get off of public assistance and not be dictated to? Listen, we're gonna give you X amount of food stamps. That's all we're gonna give you per month. And then we're only gonna pay you or give you, I'm talking about people who's on public assistance now. We're only gonna give you $62 a month. Inflation. Think about that. What if you can help those people get off of welfare by showing them how to create a business with what you know how to do? Let's take people, the elderly, for instance, and that, when I say elderly, I don't mean like 90 or 100, because people do live to be 100. But let's take retirees, for instance, okay? I know that y'all seen retirees in the fast food restaurants. I know y'all seen them. Y'all seen the retirees in the Walmart, the Target. They done work 20, 40 years at their job and they still working at another job that's paying minimum freaking wage. You don't think that you could help them with something where they could start a business? and make more than $7.50 freaking cent? You don't think that you can help somebody become an entrepreneur and raise up from $15 an hour, which is technically not enough to support their family? Think about that, y'all. Think about it. There's something else I want to give y'all. I wanted to give you, oh, I wanted to give you two things. Oh, I wanted to give you the six steps, if you want it, it's free, the six steps of transformation, and I also wanted to give you, hold on, I wanted to give you a goal planning worksheet. We talked about goals. So I'm giving you those two things. However, if you want them, you have to email, and I'm going to spell this out, capital, well, little k, little q, 
empowerment community at gmail.com. And I'll send them to you. Your goals worksheet. Now, if you send me an email requesting those two things, the goal worksheet, I'm going to work with you on your goals. 2021 is around the corner. What are y'all doing? Are, we're in the last quarter. Have y'all prepared for the last quarter? Have you even prepared for the first quarter of 2021? Or are you going to be stuck where you at? Get ready, y'all. We don't know what's coming down from the people's house, Washington, D.C., the White House. Whatever comes out of that White House, you best to believe it is going to affect us. And what are you going to do? You're going to be ready or not be ready? You're going to do something about it to prepare you and your family? Or you're just going to be stuck where you at and wait for government assistance? I'm just saying. Next on the list before I wrap up is to this month is breast cancer awareness. October 1st or October 31st is breast cancer awareness. So I want to give you um, the website, ladies and gents, because men do get breast cancer. Um, I want to give you the website where you can download the Breast Problems ebook. It is www.nationalbreastcancer.org. Okay? I'm going to repeat it www.nationalbreastcancer.org. And when you get to that website, you can download for free the Breast Problems ebook. This month is the month of the pink ribbon that represents breast cancer. If you need a pink ribbon somewhere. Hmm. Okay. Next. Oh, and lastly, today is World Teachers Day. So by me being an educator, I would like to congratulate all the teachers around the world because teachers do great jobs. In some states, teach, some states, some countries, teachers are underpaid. And some teachers take their salaries and use it to purchase what they need for their classrooms so that their children for those seven hours can get the best education that teacher has to give. So I congratulate all the teachers in the world Today, October 5th, is National World Teachers Day. You have been listening to the Let's Talk with Carolyn radio show on Sador Radio. I am Carolyn, the host. I am here every Monday, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you catch this on the replay, just type in replay. If you want the two free gifts that I am emailing, you want to um, put in the subject line, put in the subject line, um, transformations, because tonight was all about transformation primarily. So put in the subject line, transformation, and I'll send it to you. So you're going to send an email to kqempowermentcommunity at gmail.com and I'll send it to you, the six transformations along with the goal setting worksheet. And once you do that, 
I will help you with your goal setting for the first quarter of 2021. Okay, so that's my time. Take care, everybody. Let's try to keep the numbers down by wearing our masks to cover our nose and our mouth, using the hand sanitizer, and definitely keeping the social distance that we're supposed to keep six feet, 10 feet, whatever, but make sure that you keep your social, social distance so that we can get fully back to normal, which it'll be some changes, of course, some changes, some adjustments, but back to, as, uh, back to normal, as normal as we can get. But in the meantime, to keep the numbers down, to literally stay alive, literally stay alive, wear your mask, hand sanitizer, and gloves if you need to. Take care, everybody. Have a good night. Stay blessed up. And thank you for tuning in. Let me do what I do best. Thank you for tuning in. My friend Erica, Antoinette, Badass, Candy. That's all I can see. So I just want to say thank you, everybody. If you catch this on the replay, just type in replay. This is also going to be um, uploaded to the Sador YouTube channel. It's also going to be loaded to the Sador podcast on Anchor. So take care, everybody. Stay blessed up. See you on my next live stream. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. And thanks for your support. Thank you very much. Take care, everybody. Hey.